Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Infinite Journeys. I am Tony Z, joined by Asher. Ah, no host or code host this time, just the name. Nope, no code host. I heard <laughs> code that this week. I heard it. <laughs> Finally, someone other than me. <laughs> I just got it right out of the way, right out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably misspeak like I always do because I drank the energy drink this morning and I haven't had caffeine since, so I wouldn't be surprised. But it did take like an hour. Well, it was supposed to be an hour nap, but then I heard a bang about 45 minutes in, so I didn't get my full hour and I was disappointed. <laughs> That's odd. Usually you drink a bang and don't hear him. Yeah, well, I heard a thud. Well, first I heard, I think I heard my grandfather coming up the stairs, but that was about 20 minutes in. And then oh, okay. my wife got up and she was trying to clean something and something fell. So then I was like, well, I guess I'm not taking this full hour nap. I'm just going to get up now. So that's about how that went. But yeah, that happens. Yeah, I know how that goes. Today, we uh, we got some news gone wild per the norm like we always do. But then we're our spooky month continues. For anyone who didn't listen to the last episode, this entire month of October is just going to be like scary themed. I don't know if we decided it was going to be scary games every week, but I think it is because we got Scorn coming up when I know we're playing that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm looking forward to or not looking forward to that one yet. <laughs> I think so far we've got a good, you know, ramp up because like our first episode for this was, you know, scary games we fondly remember, you know. Yeah. And this one tonight we're going to be talking about Beacon Pines. And I think that's a good ease into spooky, you know? Yeah, because it's like it's cute, but has creepy vibes, and it's not like absolutely terrifying like Visage would have been had we started with that before right. it disappeared off Game Pass. And I was like, oh, never mind, we're doing something else. Because <laughs> that game, I did play it before, but I never finished it. But yeah, that game was pretty dang scary. Other than that, I don't know what else we're going to do the rest of the month, but we'll figure Well, aside from Scorn. Yeah, I think, we'll have to take a look. Yeah, well, I think we were planning on that Plague Tale sequel, but they have that they have that listed as an action stealth game and not a horror game. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll have to find something else for that. But yeah, I think the um, first one fell more in the horror realm. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think these are games. Uh, there's the walking dead season one and two. You know, uh, I thought about on, that uh, PC. I don't know if it's on uh, it Xbox. Is. It is the telltale walking dead games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all on there. There's the Michonne one on there too. And uh, yeah, I played those before. Okay. All the way through. And oh, there's well. also uh, The Evil Within. Oh, that's right. I tried right. to entice you into last time because I never yeah. finished it and I kind of want to play it again because it's pretty creepy. It's got I... Resident Evil vibes to it with ramped up horror. That's got a sequel, right? Yeah, they're both on Game Pass. Yeah, I was I was looking at the sequel when that was coming out and I was like, oh, that's a pretty interesting looking game. And then uh, like a lot of games, I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I played the first one. I don't think I ever played the sequel. I'm pretty sure I only ever played the first one. And I think the first time I played it, I got really far into it. And then for whatever reason, like never finished it. I don't remember why, but I remember it, it being scary. It just happens with games sometimes. And when does when the heck does Scorn come out? Uh, I've got it popped up uh, the 14th. So five okay, days. So, Scorn, I mean, so we should end with Evil Within. That sounds good. Because that episode will go around like Halloween time and then we could start playing it. Because I don't know how long it is, but we could start playing it in the meantime and just like be playing the two games. True. And then Scorn. I doubt I'm going to finish Scorn because there's no, with the fact that there's like no dialogue in it, it's just like a puzzle game with horror elements. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. So it, it depends on how it grabs me. Because, you know, sometimes I, I start playing a game, like a lot of times we're like, oh, we're going to try this game, or I'm like, oh, I'll pick one for my game pass. It's usually about an hour, uh, and about two hours I put into it. 
but sometimes that's broken up into like half hour chunks to hour also depends yeah. on like save files and stuff or when i can save because like doom those levels were so long oh yeah they were long back out you know and uh scorn looks like it's not even a level like it's just a massive right i don't know what it is to be honest <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not <laughs> sure we're gonna know when we're done uh um, yeah i'm not either i just know yeah. there's very weird stuff so if that one sucks me in, I'll probably go all the way through it. Or if it's something that I can easily um, pause, basically. What yeah. I might do, now that I think about it, is I might load it up on the Xbox and literally pause the game and just put Xbox in, like, you know, it's sleep mode. Because the Xbox That's what is I really do. good about waking up and going right back into the game, you know? Yeah, I've been doing that a lot recently. I think I have, like, three different games on that right now with Quick Resume. And yeah, I have quick. to sometimes I have to remember to literally go back in and close out the game because it'll slow down some other stuff when I'm trying to download something. Yeah, for I sure. I have like four games on quick resume. I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably stop some of these. Quick resume is such a nice feature. It really is. I never thought I would like use it, but I find that I do use it more often than I realize. For example, like right now it's on quick resume for Beacon Pines because I literally just played it before we started the episode. <laughs> I've been playing it on a PC with the controller and uh, nice. it, it plays, you know, well, it's not really in depth. It's not really uh, crazy on the controls, but it, it plays well. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we're not, I guess we got getting the news gone wild first, but it's like a storybook. So it's not really a heavy control. Like it's not really a heavy controller right. using game aside from like making decisions for words. Yeah, we, we better pop in on the news gone wild. Yeah, let's do that first. Even <laughs> there preamble, I go. <laughs> You and I were going to like bust into Beacon Pines, you know, before we even started. So, yeah, before we even started, I was already like Beacon Pines. Blah, 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 blah. And Asher was like, uh, don't you think you should, we should wait? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we probably should. You're right. Uh, this is interesting. Have you ever heard of Polybius? Polybius. No. P-O-L-Y-B-I-U-S. This is from Ripley's Believe It or Not. It's apparently the most dangerous video game to never exist, and some believe the game was part of a government mind control experiment. That sounds really conspiracy theory, especially with the phrase most dangerous to not exist. Yeah, during the 1980s. <laughs> Uh, the video game was apparently so dangerous it made players sick and government agents used it to control minds. The game mystery, however, is whether it ever, ever existed in the first place. This is from Ripley's Believe It or Not. So, ah, It's allegedly an arcade game that occupied the soda stain rugs of Portland arcades in 1981. Dressed in an unmarked black cabinet, it attracted players through its colorful gameplay of geometric patterns and shapes dancing across the screen. The legend goes that upon pressing start, unsuspecting gamers quickly became addicted, falling into a trance-like state that triggered memory loss, seizures, blackouts, and hallucinations. This really sounds like uh, one of those uh, urban legends, you know? Because everything they're saying to describe it, like, oh, it's geometric colors and shapes, that that describes every arcade game. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) Yeah, like Pac-Man is basically that. And like, yeah, I'd go check out an unmarked cabinet. But like, there was always that like time period where they were like, oh, uh, spies and their, you know, uh, hypnosis and all their technology. It feels very James Bond era, you know? Yeah, apparently Polybius inspired two real video games of the same name. Uh, that's pretty cool. In 2000, Cello. 2000 Cello. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what that word was that just came out of my mouth. In 2007, 
Developer Rogue Synapse created a free game based on the rumored descriptions of Polybius. And in 2017, developer Llamasoft released their version of Polybius for PlayStation 4. I, I got to say, I appreciate that uh, developer name, Llamasoft. Llamasoft. <laughs> also, The Simpsons once made a reference to the Polybius arcade urban legend. Oh, that's pretty entertaining. Yeah, there's Wait. a somebody posted it on Twitter and there's actually a picture from it. A picture. Dude, what is going on? There's actually a picture from it in uh Bart sitting in front of a machine that says Triangle Wars, and then right next to it is Polybius and like on the machine it says property of US government. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really watch The Simpsons, so I didn't I would have never heard of it. I when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Uh there was a lot of strict rules in my house at the time. Um, but even when I did, because you know. Uh, friend's house or something i'd see it i just never got into it yeah i never really got into it either i mean i think i saw an episode here or there but that was about it what the heck is this giant floating violin carries string quartet through venice i don't know how to react to that statement <laughs> yeah like that that's one of those things that like that yes that's a statement uh, float i wonder if it was um uh, uh, like a boat, like they made a canoe that looked like a violin. It does say floating, right? I'm gonna. Or click it could have been a hot air balloon. Oh, it's literally a giant violin, and it is floating on the water like a boat, but it is like just a huge violin. Oh, okay. You know what? So we were keep... right. Yeah, it's uh. Here you go. I keep forgetting I can share the screen. Oh wow, yeah, it is just legitimately a violin. A giant, yeah, a violin that's like a float, basically. Man, that almost looks like Photoshop, you know? I mean, the fact that it says Getty images all over it doesn't help that. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah. But it's Ripley's believe it or not, so I feel like it could be real. Yeah. I don't know. I mean though. it could be. It, it they're kind of trustworthy, I believe. I don't know. I haven't watched a Ripley. I used to watch that show Ripley's Believe It or Not in like the 2000s or mm -hmm. 90s, maybe it was. I don't ah, know. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> when that was around. It was a long time ago. That's all I remember. <laughs> it was one of those uh, oddball shows. Yeah, it was. Bizarre alien holes discovered on the ocean floor. Alien holes. Yeah, the alien part is in quotations. Okay. Okay. So they're holes in the ocean floor in the ocean like, floor yeah hmm. so, so there's some kind of thermal vents that somebody just discovered because they didn't know what thermal vents were and they're like well it ah, says clearly aliens on saturday on saturday's <laughs> okinawa's dive we saw several sublinear sets of holes in the seafloor the origin of the holes has scientists stumped the holes look human made, but the little piles of sediment around them suggest they were excavated by dot 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 something. So this is from like a scientific Twitter, I guess. NOAA Ocean Exploration. I am entertained that they're like, yeah, they look man made, almost like they were bored by strange things. Like... <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny. We already know the ocean is a treasure trove of mysteries waiting to be uncovered, but does that include deep sea aliens? Is that the first time I've heard that the aliens are actually in the ocean and not where people think they are? Yeah, that's true. You can hide a lot of stuff in the ocean. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. So I'm like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, 
I, I guess I could see that. You know what doesn't make sense? I don't know, but you're going to tell me. <laughs> a New York man who is charged with putting several reptiles in his pants. <laughs> Why do I feel like this isn't the first time this has come up? I, I think we did have uh, reptile smuggling, remember? Yeah, the one dude stole a reptile from the pet store, but this is several reptiles. Right. Well, and then we had the guy that was uh, smuggling them in the bags. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, we had the guy in uh, Florida that put the crossbow down his pants. Yes. That's the thing. This sounds like a Florida man behavior. That's what I was thinking, but it's a New York City man, and he's accused of hiding three Burmese pythons, one of the world's largest snakes in his pants. Wow. Yeah. Um, three of them. Those better have been some big pants. Yeah, because, ha- well, he got caught, so that... <laughs> So, I mean, obviously they weren't big enough. Yeah, I mean, his pants are dancing on their own. They're wriggling about him. I New, I don't. I could York not is, do that. I couldn't either. And I tell you what, New York really is becoming like the next Florida man because there's been some crazy stuff going in New York lately. I believe it. Like, it's, for it, example, six women in neon green leotards attacked two New York subway riders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. What would you even say or do in that situation, like as an onlooker or the person? <laughs> Just take the hits, I guess. I, I guess, yeah. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. A video of the assault shared on social media shows the group, which has been called the Green Goblin Gang by local media, <laughs> reference to Spider-Man, punching uh, and tossing two 19-year-old women on a subway train near Times Square around 2 a.m. The assailants escaped the scene with a cell phone and a handbag. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, there's got to be some background information. We're never going to know about that, you know. But the mother of one of the victims told the post that her daughter told her she was attacked by, in quotation, aliens, adding, I didn't know what she was talking about. The mother said the attack happened on her daughter's birthday. She was 19 and she thought people in green leotards were aliens. Was she on drugs? I, you know. Because I, I feel like I could tell a leotard apart from an alien. <laughs> you you would think, but like sometimes you would be surprised at the things people would believe. This is true, but if you take a look at this, I hit the wrong button. Hang on, <laughs> if you I hit the button that the black screen. Yeah, I hit the button that brought me back to Twitter to our last DM of me sharing the link with you. Oh. <laughs> that's why I was like, wait, that's not right. Now I got to go back. Uh, Hang on. I'm not on the right page. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I said I'm still on that Twitter page. There's the green leotards. Like, I feel like I can tell. The one in the back with the hair sticking out of the sides. Yeah. Looks like a clown. They they are labeled in the the caption as leotards. Yeah. Uh, But anybody that is picturing that, instead picture the morph suits. You know, the green screen suits, the full body thing. But they have perfectly circular cutouts for the eyes and the mouth and the mouth so, so they're pretty bizarre looking anyways but the the one lady has pretty fluffy like ponytails coming out of the sides <laughs> it looks like clown hair yes otherwise uh, they look like gta san andreas gimp suit which i hate to say because that's a disgusting term but that's what they look like but they're green yeah yeah because there's a mission in that where you have to put one of those stupid things on i guess i could see where somebody might possibly at a glance think that's an alien i mean until the hair puff balls though right right and the backpack yeah like this one I, looks like it's got a backpack on but that might be that's probably the change of clothes because i don't think i would want to be wearing that 
you know suit to drive around especially if i was going to go like assault somebody it seems like such a weird thing to use to like mug somebody yeah i don't (laughs) (laughs) know you are absolutely correct it is a bizarre thing well like i said new york is becoming the next florida man and that one definitely uh proves that in my opinion good times i mean that's that's close to naked people so we it's had pretty our, dang our, close yeah we we had our animal pants we had our aliens animal pants animals, I mean, same difference and reptile pants, pants. Yeah. there we go we also have mystery odor stinks up utah city and the cause remains unknown <laughs> The whole city? The whole freaking city. That's got to be a sewage leak or something or like a uh, some kind of gas leak. It doesn't appear to be coming from the sewer. Okay. Hmm. Maybe like graveyard zombies are coming back and just like passing gas everywhere. Maybe. Uh, maybe. So I'm, I'm going to make up my own theory here. Uh, I'm going to go conspiracy theory on this one. I think they just had a... Uh, a fair, a local fair, and they had a big chili cook-off, and everybody was invited. And it's just everybody farting up a storm after the chili cook-off. Here's what's really funny. Like, when you go into the article, um, it has, like, a YouTube video from KS- KSL, which I guess is a news thing. Okay. At the beginning of it says, North Salt Lake sniffing out source of rotten stench. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just the title. Yeah. I, some of these titles are great. They get pretty they creative really with them. I got to give them some credit. Residents of North Salt Lake City said they noticed the odor Thursday morning and multiple locals compared the smell to rotting meat. So you, you could be on to something. You know, I, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with my guns on this one. I, I think it's a uh, yeah, nasty chili cook-off. I'm going to go with phantom ghost farts. <laughs> phantom <laughs> <laughs> Just for the spooky season reference. Yeah. You know what it's going to end up being? Aliens. Aliens. It's the green leotard women. <laughs> the green leotard women like crap their leotards oh, and they just God. throw them on the side of the road because they could, or they just left it in the leotard with them because it takes too long to change out of the outfit. I they were just can't trying to make imagine that feeling. That would feel that so would bad. Feel good. <laughs> Apparently, there were fifty reports of the foul odor. I mean, but officials did not believe it was coming from the sewers, so for sure it wasn't the sewers to them. Yeah. Yeah. There are pockets of the smell throughout the city and also outside of the city. That's weird. The smell dissipated with evening winds, but the cause of the odor remains a mystery. Oh, okay. So it's not like an ongoing thing. It was like a one night affair. Yeah. And then the wind took it and carried it off. Good thing it was a windy night. I guess. Well, if the smell was during the day, then you had to go through the whole day with the smell. True. That would suck. Tree frog stows away from Dominican Republic to England in banana bag. More people trying to smuggle stuff. That that statement sounded like one of those captions you see under like a video link that you're like, okay, this is not the video I was looking for. Like you're trying to find like a Disney movie to like you know stream or something. You find a fishy site and their description is that sentence you just read. Because afterwards your brain is just like, I don't know what just happened. I think it was actually, it wasn't being smuggled. I think it was accidental. It says animal rescuers were summoned to a British family's home when they discovered a tiny frog that stowed away from the Dominican Republic in a bag of bananas. So it's almost like it just got into their bag of bananas and they discovered it when they got home. That's, 
that's that is really wild like i know that happens with spiders and like banana boxes but like bagged up and then to go like end up at a person's home it's just crazy yeah we also got morning commute interrupted by a cow on the railroad tracks i'm surprised the train was able to stop i was expecting that to be florida but it was actually scotland (laughs) okay Hmm. i was legit expecting it to say like florida or i mean heck even pennsylvania because we got a lot of farmland here if it was a florida it'd probably have been an alligator that's true and it probably wouldn't have stopped the train it would have probably derailed it you know alligator makes train jump tracks yeah that sounds like a florida man headline there was something about an alligator, but now I don't see it. A suspected baby alligator found wandering far from South Carolina coast. What's it suspected of? Uh, I guess they don't know if it's an alligator. Suspected <laughs> alligator. Police in South Carolina responded to an unusual call to round up a baby alligator or caiman spotted wandering loose in the streets far from its natural habitat. I guess it's suspected because they never found it. No, I think they found it, but they don't know if it's an alligator or a caiman. I don't know what a caiman is. Uh, if I'm as far honest. as I know, it's a, a like type like alligator or crocodile. But I don't know the specifics. Also, a calf escapes a trailer and blocks traffic on Massachusetts Highway. <laughs> These cows are just blocking traffic everywhere. Yeah. They, they just get out in the middle of the road and they're like, I don't care. I weigh as much as you. It seems like the majority of weird news I find anymore is always animal related. Animals a lot of times, do bizarre things or end up in bizarre situations. It's great. Yeah, they end up blocking traffic or, you know, hanging out with bananas in their bags. There's a place called Karen's Diner. Uh, I think I heard about that. It's like what the is it? inverse of um, Dick's Last Resort. Have you heard of that? Nope. <laughs> so Dick's Last Resort is a restaurant where the wait staff is purposely rude to you. Hence, Oh, uh, that's why it's called Karen's. Right, right. If I remember right, and I, I, I heard the right thing, because I'm sure there's been Karen's diners, you know, because diners tend to have, you know, a person's name. Yeah. Know, Bob's Diner or something. But uh, yeah, I think I'd heard about this. I think it's basically a female uh, version of Dick's Last Resort. Wait, what the heck is this? Woman finally realizes why her bathroom walls were bleeding? Um, That's from September 24th. Why were her bathroom walls bleeding? <laughs> when you walk into the bathroom for the first time in the morning, you don't often expect to see a blood-like substance pouring from the walls. That sounds like a recipe for a horror movie. Yeah. No, I wouldn't expect that either. It says at first she dismissed the odd substance as a stain caused by her messy brother. However, she became more suspicious when it continued the next morning. It had doubled in size and the wall was well and truly bleeding. Yeah, I like I don't think I'd walk in my bathroom and see, you know, blood is a pretty distinct color and think, oh, that's just a stain. It could, I don't know if it's real or fake because it's somebody on TikTok, so you never know with these TikTok videos. Oh, yeah. I I always end up seeing those where they're like, oh, I discovered this secret room or I looked behind my medicine cabinet and there's, you know, wind going through and like, they're all these like, they're and they're always like, you know, follow for part two. And it's like, no, <laughs> there is never a part two. This doesn't yeah. go anywhere. 
Well, actually, it seems like it does because it says after talking with family and ruling out everything, it couldn't be using deductive reasoning. The only place really unexplored more closely was the cabinet itself that was, I guess, behind. In a follow-up clip, Lexi, that's the name of the girl from TikTok, uh, she noticed there were pieces of metal when they put the cabinet back in the wall, overlapped with more of the coagulated blood in the corner. To get to the bottom of this mystery, Lexi and her brother used pliers to peel back the metal when they discovered substance was coming from inside the metal. So it was caused by rust. Aha. Yeah, I could see that um, rust does kind of resemble blood in color. Yeah, and if it's like mixing with other things like on the wall and stuff like that, it could have a bleeding effect. There is pictures of it. I mean, it's a rust stain on the wall. It does, like I said, it can resemble blood, but... Well, (laughs) I mean, if you saw this... Well, this, is, this isn't the wall picture. This is a picture of her, I guess, using it to paint on her mirror. But, I mean, I would say that looked like blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't see the actual, oh, there it is. I mean, it does look like blood. Yeah. That, that looks more like blood than rust. I agree. So, it must be something in, where's the cabinet? Yeah, look at that. I guess that's like inside the metal where it was coming out of, but it does look more red than like brown. Yeah. And, and like it it looks Um, thicker. (laughs) Do you see this next one right under it? Oh, spends three days in hospital after dog pooed on her face while (laughs) she slept. That is a really impressive way to get pink eye. What the heck? Warning contains photo of dog crap on a woman's face. Uh, you got we got to go right to that like I, there's a it, it is a little like chihuahua looking oh no, there it is yep okay i cannot say that i would get up with liquid dog feces on my face and you then take a, take a selfie yeah. <laughs> the last thing i do is take a picture <laughs> like she does not look happy at all obviously like I, I can't imagine somebody would but like i don't think i'm gonna take a picture i think i'm gonna i don't know wipe it off that's a, i wasn't expect. like i was just scrolling down to show you the other picture and then i saw that and i was like wait a minute that's an article title yeah that i definitely caught our attention so did we ever mention a terrifying doll with bleeding eyes found in an abandoned hospital on the show yet I'm not sure because there's a lot of like haunted doll stuff out there. Yeah. Well, I'll leave it, it open. Sound familiar? I'll leave it open for interpretation. Somebody who listens to all the episodes could like hit us up on Twitter and be like, "Yeah, you already talked about that." Oh, that would be great. If if this is something we've already covered, definitely let us know. And uh, the last thing I got here is Texas Pete hot sauce makers are sued over famed product being from North Carolina. <laughs> so they're calling Texas Pete and they're suing him because the <laughs> that's that is silly. It is fantastic, but it is silly. The complaint reportedly wants the hot sauce brand to change its name and brand and to pay up. Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, I don't know. I I don't have words for that one. It, it's just silly. I mean, our news gone wild tonight was indeed wild. Yes. Yes. So, you want to get into, I guess, Beacon Pines. I was going to say what we've been playing, but I guess mainly we'll, we were supposed to talk about Beacon Pines, so I guess I won't do a what we've been playing this week. I mean... I mean, for me, it was just Diablo 2 was, Resurrected and then Yakuza. Yeah, I, I 
mostly played beacon pines i didn't get a lot of gaming in this week um i you know here and there like i think i mentioned uh, well i know i mentioned uh last episode or the one before being uh tuned like a radio at the doctor's office oh yeah yeah so I'm, i've been going through medical things here and there and my newest one is uh, i got fitted for a uh a cpap machine you know br- help uh with breathing at night so i don't have uh, apneas oh and, geez not uh, fun that thing is fine nice and quiet you know, oh really i i sleep well yeah it's like the newest model and like you basically don't even hear it um but it's a giant silicone pad on my face and since i have facial hair and i tend to mouth breathe they're like okay we'll try the full face so it sits on my like around my nose well, any oils on your face are now trapped there for like the next eight hours or whatever while you sleep. So I've had a breakout over the whole top of my nose and everything. Oh, man. But it's all like little, but it, there's like, I don't know, 20, you know, you know, spots of like acne. So my the whole top of my face is or top of my nose is red. I look like an alcoholic. And then I got to wear the mask the next night. It's like my face is sore. So there's been a lot of like, I don't want to do anything this week, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could just run around in a green leotard and nobody will see what you look like. <laughs> That's true. I could do that. And then I can just assault people apparently. Yeah. And they'll think you're alien. So you never get caught. <laughs> I've got enough hair to pull my hair out and do it up like that lady had. So yeah, the, uh, the double clown <laughs> hair. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. Yeah. I think uh, from, yeah. well, Here's what happened, actually, real quick. Okay. I, uh, for the second time, canceled my pre-order <laughs> for freaking Call of Duty and will be buying it again on Friday. I've done it twice now, so I'm not going to do it again in case they're like, uh, you can't do this anymore. We're going to, like, ban your account. I don't know if that can happen. But, like, I canceled it again because I wanted... Well, what happened was I bought the cross... It was, like, the cross-gen whatever bundle that's, like, $70. But then I decided, I was like, you know what? I just want to get like the ultimate edition of it because I don't usually do that on a lot of games. And I'm like, I'm probably going to play the crap out of this Call of Duty. So I just canceled that so that on Friday I can get like the $100 version. Okay. That has like all the extra, like I think you get like extra operators and like guns and stuff. So that's kind of why I canceled it. But when I got the money back, I saw that the Diablo Eternal Collection was like on sale as well. So then I just used the money to get that, <laughs> which is why how I ended up with Diablo on my Xbox. Because I really wanted to see it with the more remastered graphics. Because the Switch okay. version to me just looks like the original Diablo 2. Like I don't really see the difference in the graphics. So I wanted like the remat the fully like next gen 60 frames per second remastered graphics. And it looks gorgeous. That's cool. I mean, compared to how that game used to look when I played it back in the day, it's definitely oh, a step yeah. up in terms of Absolutely. graphics. Absolutely. Like it's the same exact game. The only thing is just remastered graphics. <laughs> Yeah, I do like um, there's some a uh, couple companies out there that like they they specialize in doing like remasters or uh, uh, just, you know, upping the graphics. But I like when they add like a little extra something that like it's a it's a nice quality of life change. It doesn't really change the gameplay, but you're yeah. like, oh, man, I'm glad they added that, you know? Well, that's what I did find cool is uh, like in the original one, the Quill, the Quill Fiends thing were just like these mini little porcupine looking monsters. But like in this one, they look like they're bigger and they're a little creepier looking. So I think certain aesthetics on certain creatures like really paid off in this. Oh, nice. Which was kind of cool. That's where it really sells itself. And then like in in the and I act like I haven't played this before. I had it on PS4 when I had PS4 and I have it on Switch. So it's not like I haven't already played. But like I said, I wanted the next gen version because the PS4 version still wasn't the next gen version. 
But I thought right. something cool from this that wasn't in the original is like whenever you're in the menu screen about to load into your game, that's where you pick whichever character class okay. that you or you're like referring to like whatever character was that you played with last. And it shows that character on the screen with like whatever current gear or anything like that that you have equipped. So you can get like a close up of that. Oh, that wasn't available cool. in the old one. Since the game is from a top-down perspective, you don't really get a good look at what your gear looks like. Right. So it's kind of cool like when you're in a menu and you have like these legendary items equipped. And I'm currently running through as a Necromancer because I've never beaten it with a Necromancer. Mm-hmm. At least Diablo 2 I never beat. Diablo 3 I beat with the Necromancer because it was like overpowered of a class with Corpse Explosion just slaughters everything in your path. But right. <laughs> but Diablo 2 is kind of cool because he runs around in, uh, it, in place of a shield some of the characters get like specific weapons they can use. Like I know like the sorceress is like a certain staff or like the paladin is like a scepter and a necromancer has wands, which kind of suck early on. Cause they only do like two to five damage, but they're more for like the magic. So like you'll have a certain amount of them that go towards like skill sets. Like it'll okay. be like three to raise skeleton, which is kind of how I play the beginning of the game. I have three to raise skeleton, three to skeleton mages and one to uh clay golem. So I literally have Three skeleton warriors fighting at my side, three skeleton mages fighting at my side, and a clay golem, plus the little mercenary that you unlock as part of the story. Okay. But you could change those out. So I literally have like a team of like seven people <laughs> or eight people fighting against all these things, which is kind of nice because half the time you can just send your minions in, at least in the first act, to fight everything for you. And you can just stay off at a distance and just let them kill everything. You don't have to do anything and yeah. you can avoid damage that way. Now, as you get farther in the axe, the skeletons get destroyed way easier, so you can't do that as much, but it's kind of fun to just run around and be like, minions, do my bidding! Then they just slaughter everything. (laughs) For sure, for sure. But I think, I can't, yeah, I think what I was going to say was he brought, uh, one of his special things is like, is like heads. Like you get preserved heads, like preserved zombie head or other, and they look like really gross and creepy. Yeah, so and he runs around with that and just like hangs out of his hand. So like when you get to go to the menu, you can see like the close up of the head in his hand, which is kind of cool. Perfect for spooky season, which is the only reason I'm talking about this. You know, Diablo could have yeah. been a spooky it, it season. It is nice one. when you can get those cosmetics. Yeah, I mean you you literally go to hell in every one. So yeah, you do. In the third one, you go. In the third one, you go to heaven. Because hell actually makes it up to heaven, and it's like war in heaven in that one. And that was like one of my favorite areas of the third one. Because it's like heaven, but it's like there's areas where it's like destroyed and like covered in black, and it's like this gold marble, but like part of it's like really beautiful and gorgeous, and the other part of it's like destroyed. And I always thought it was like a cool aesthetic in the third one. And then, yeah, the second one, you go straight down into hell towards the end of it. But yeah. I know I played the second one, but I don't remember a lot about it. I played well, it was like one of my first games I ever played when I was like a teenager because my mom had bought me like a okay. Macintosh computer for like Christmas one year or something like that. And one of the first games I got for it, my grandfather bought me, which was the Diablo 2 Battle Chess, which was basically the game with its like expansion and it has like a strategy guide. That can- I have it again now. I bought it again whenever I had a laptop with a CD ROM. So I literally still have the box with all the stuff that I would have had as a teenager, which is kind of cool to look oh, back nice. on sometimes. But yeah, that's why I remember it so fondly and why I'm able to play it so much because it's such a high part of my memory of my teenage years, just spending hours doing that instead of my homework and then wondering why I was failing <laughs> school. <laughs> I was like, oh, probably because I stayed until 3 a.m. playing Diablo 2 that night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's 
enjoyable. You don't realize sometimes until you look back like, oh man, I spent so much time doing that. Or even sometimes it's the other way around. You're like, oh, I played so much of this game. And then like for somehow you'll find your old save file or something. It's like 26 hours. And you're like, that can't be right. You know? Yeah. But you like, know, uh, time like my, feels uh, different when you're having fun. Like my Dreamlight Valley hours that I put in like the first two weeks. Right. <laughs> I think they've slowed down yeah. a little bit. I still go back to it. Um, I think the that first season or whatever is is set to do due to end like tomorrow. So I know I'll log into it oh, tomorrow to see if and like then a you'll new... probably jump back in. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably jump back in to see it. I haven't even finished all the character stories. I just finished all the ones that I like really cared about getting to maximum level of ten, and then it's kind of like hit that wall where it's like kind of slowing down trying to max out the other characters to where I just don't play it as much. But I know I'll get back into it. Like whenever they comes. release, whenever they release like the Lion King and Toy Story DLCs, I'll probably jump back in for that. So I'm not giving up on it. I still dive it's, in uh, like once a week. It's like a Mech Arena. I'm you know play that on yep. and off. And uh, tonight is the end of a like event that's been going for like a week. So I'm like, oh cool. I, I know I'm not going to you know break up into the top ranks to get anything, but I know I'm not going to get dropped down to the low ranks to lose out. So I can kind of coast. So I'm like excited to see if something new pops up tomorrow or what, you know? Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Like I'll pop but, in and be like, is there anything new going on? Any updates yet? Nope. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. And I'll just log back off. <laughs> that's kind of how it is right it now. It is kind of nice sometimes to get that break, you know? Yeah. Well, I did. Sometimes I was... you just get hooked in too much and you're like, I just need a little break. Yeah, and then like I said, I have other games I'm playing at home. So like that one is really, really is delegated to like work breaks. Every now and again, I'll go and work, mine some gems or something, and try and rack up the gold for the next upgrade for something. Right. And then I'll, and then I'll, I did did end up deleting it from my Xbox because I was like, okay, my cloud save for whatever reason keeps screwing up on me, and it kept setting back my progress. So I was like, I'm gonna just exclusively play on my Switch now, right. and then I can just negate that whole issue. <laughs> Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, but with that, you want to jump into Beacon Pines? Sure. Uh, so we picked Beacon Pines because it was labeled as a horror a horror game. Let me see what it's, a it's cute listed as game. a... Yeah, what's it say here? Uh, Beacon Pines is a cute and creepy adventure set within a mysterious book. You play both the reader of the book and the main character, Luca. Yeah, it's um, very interesting the way it's and, done. Yeah, it, it does. You you go through a storybook, like in between scenes, basically. Um, the narrator reads the book to you, you know, and you get like a um, like almost like a painted image of you know whatever the scene is on the other side, and then it zooms into that, and you're in the scene. You control your character. Um, it is fun. It is cute it is easy to control but it does have there's there's something possibly sinister there's something oh, yeah. unknown going on so like it's like how creepy is it going to get like um pretty early in um you know when the uh person in the hazmat suit comes busting out of like the you play as a kid i should probably stop doing this with games where i'm like let's just go right to the middle which is kind of yeah, funny you play as a kid you go, and it, your friend cause... is uh isn't that actually what a baby goat is called? Is it? Go kid? ahead. Yes. Yes. Yeah, which makes it really ironic. That actually is pretty good. I didn't even think about that. Uh, what's his friend Rolo? Is yeah, he Rolo. a red panda? 
I have no idea. Okay. I the only one I can figure I out. I think he is, is a that, red panda. Yeah, the only one I can figure out is that Luca, the main character, is a goat. And his grandma looks like yeah, a squirrel. Uh, th- and I'm like, how is she a grandma? She <laughs> yeah, she might be a squirrel. She is a lot of hair all over the place. She's definitely not a goat. Um, but there, <laughs> no, uh it, probably not. If she is, her hair is hiding all over her horn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're you're a kid in a sleepy town with a best friend that has a you know, you guys have a tree house that you call mission control and you kind of just go about doing stuff. But as a main character, you've kind of got this tragic backstory going. The reason grandmother's around um is she moved in to help take care of you because you know, six years ago your dad passed and a couple months ago your mom disappeared. Yep. Like, no one knows nobody talks about it so this kid who's you know having you know fun running around with his friend out cat bit me um very happy-go-lucky kind of thing there's like this this uh dark background you know yeah there kind of is and it i think i got up to chapter six which starts to reveal some things oh i should note there is gonna be some spoilers for this now, I, neither of us have finished the game, so oh, it's not yeah. going to be spoilers for the end of the game, but there's parts of this that we're going to talk about that are just going to be spoilers. So, anybody listening, right. if you want to skip that section of it, then just listen to the News Gone Wild. You're more than welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. We may not spoil anything for you, or uh, it might not necessarily be that we'll spoil it. It's that you may never see that scene. Because True. the game has an interesting mechanic where you collect these charms, um, you know, like you might uh, sneeze walking through some flowers and you pick up the tickle charm because it yep, tickled I your got nose. That. <laughs> or, you know, I, I think that's a scripted one. I think you can't make it all yeah, the way that through those flowers without that one popping up. Yeah, there's a couple in the beginning that are like guaranteed to pick up because like there's one part where something has to happen. Then you have to repeat the branch, which is kind of how this plays. Like if you die, your story mm-hmm. ends, but then you can repeat another branch to restart the story from a certain point and choose a different charm as the word. It's essentially like you're yeah. the au- partly the author too, because you're filling in the blanks of whatever's it reminds happening. Reminds me of uh, choose your own adventure stories. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it was uh, pretty similar to choose your own adventure or like. With the creepy vibes, like those goosebumps, choose your own scare stories that they had back in the day. Uh, I'd believe that. I I didn't read any of those ones, but I I can guess how they would work. Yeah, we legit have a whole collection of them just sitting behind me right now, <laughs> which is oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, so you want to talk about maybe? I'm trying to think because I played it up, like I said, up to chapter six, and I want to know if you had any different things that happened in yours than mine. As you're um, being harassed so by your see. cat. <laughs> um, yeah. She's, you know, laying on the desk and normally she's fine, but she just every once in a while kind of leans over and just bites me. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing or what you're doing. Um, so you, um, you know, you're, you're just basically getting into mischief with your friend and you go to what used to be a fertilizer plant, I believe. Yeah, but that's and you guys are kind of checking it out. Yeah, I think the story of it is that got shut down because 
they were making fertilizer and everybody was like all happy, but then the fertilizer caused like all the crops to die. And so for some oh, reason the plant right. the shut down and harvest. Then, yeah, and then everybody lost their jobs. Is basically how it describes yeah, it. Yeah, it's a, a big uh it's a big event that happens in town. Everybody calls it the foul harvest, but nobody like talks about it beyond that. And the only reason you find anything more out about it is uh a newcomer to town, Bex and her parents, uh her family, they uh come in and you know she's like what is the foul harvest everybody is like oh the foul harvest then stops talking she's like no 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 you're gonna tell me what it is and they kind of explain that yeah everything was going great you know yep uh small town business moved in everything started kind of booming and growing and then um the one the one valentine i think is the the family name that's the one that or maybe that's her first name no, they're the Valentine family. Yeah, but they didn't because it's heiress Valentine. Yeah, the, and there's like, other ones. Yeah, um, the head Valentine uh, died, and then that year all the crops died. Yeah, so they they call that the foul harvest, and then you know the Valentine family kind of fell by the wayside. Now you have this new, um, like, is it, I think it's a fertilizer company that's in town. It's and, a new uh, company that's have, like, uh... with the. They're like cleaning it up. Go ahead. They say, they say they're cleaning it yeah, up. And the, yeah. The crops are like getting better. They treated everybody into like hotels or something while they like desanitize the town and stuff like that. But even this appears like as yeah. you're go as you're going through, you're like, there's something off about this company too. You can just kind of yeah, for sense sure. It. Uh, there you have people that everybody refers to as the clipboards. They yeah. Just come up with a clipboard and ask you questions about basically, you know, like. Uh, like a shopping questionnaire. How was your visit? What would you change? Uh, but they like corner you in your treehouse in one of the branches. Yep. Did you get that one? Yep. And I died there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, oh, yeah, that that's uh, that's definitely an event. So, well, I guess I shouldn't um, say yeah, so died. Some of these branches you pick. Because it doesn't tell your story. You ends. Die. Yeah, your story ends. It doesn't. I shouldn't say die. That's kind of because it doesn't say that you die. It just ends your story. And then you got to repeat a branch. Right. Um. So I think we have like a I think I have a five second delay or so for some reason. I was just thinking I'm noticing that <laughs> on my end, at least uh, like I'll stop and there'll be like some dead air. Uh. So since you've been a little further in, uh, why don't you take it for a little bit and kind of uh you know cover some of the game i was wondering that, that way too i'm not jumping in like with a delay like right now <laughs> which i think we yeah. both done to each other because i kept feeling like i was like am i cutting them off and there's a delay i don't know what was going on but i could tell something was going on because you would get quiet for a few minutes and i was like oh something weird is going on but yeah i think it kind of starts out with that where you and rollo your like best friend or whatever are just kind of getting up to mischief and he says that he saw lights in that coming from the factory at night, which is why the two of you decide to go visit this factory is because he saw lights at nighttime right. and he thinks the place is haunted. Or actually, I think he might think it's aliens. I don't know. That might be later on. I'm not doing well with recollecting this game, but, <laughs> but there's a, I, I think he always thinks it's aliens. Like, I think that's Rolo's go-to. Yeah, it seems like it. And I know that like, as you're going through town, you're you come across his sister who's looking for him, and you end up lying to her and saying that you haven't seen him, and then he just shows up talking crap about her, and she's standing right there, which is kind of funny, and that yeah. triggers 
that triggers your first branching storyline where you can use well not your first i guess but it chooses it ends up being where you can use one of the charms and choose like how to stop the situation and i don't remember what the first charm was right. that i did but it made rollo have to go off with her and i had to go to the factory area by myself which caused my first end of story route because I went there by this by myself yeah. and was exploring, and like a hazmat dude just came out and grabbed me and dragged me off, and the story just ended. Yeah, they did a good job too with making those scenes. Like the the area itself seems creepy with like you know like toxic water and like the hazmat yeah. suit. Like those things stand out, and the music also. Um, it, it definitely got some spookier vibes with the music. Yeah, it did have some, especially during certain scenes. Like, even when you go back with Rolo, it even sounds even more ominous. And I remember when you, because you, like I said, you mess that up, you do that, then you can repeat that branch and choose a different charm. And so on the, the next charm that I pick, he kicks Rolo's sister in the leg and then they run off together. But I actually yeah. got a, I got a couple, a couple weird ending of stories there. Like, I got the one with Rolo and, uh, well, it wasn't the ending, but like the two of you hide inside the dumpster while the hazmat dude comes out and he chucks like a body in there with you and you freak out. And then Rolo kind yeah, of wa- runs one. off and goes missing. But I messed up somewhere on like my first trek back. I ran into that Mr. Nuncreed guy and he turns ominous mm-hmm. real quick and throws me in the phone booth. And I go like down like it's an elevator into something and my story ends again. And I was like, oh, that was creepy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like. You just saying that, like, my eyes shut up because every interaction I've had with that character, he's just been, like, uh, pretty uh, hot for grandma. Yeah, he's definitely been uh, hot for then, grandma, but you know, right being, in that. Yeah, it's throwing you in the, the phone booth because, like, I, I went over and inspected the phone booth because you get, like, a prompt to interact with most things. And sometimes you'll find a charm. Sometimes you just get a little bit of story. But, like, I think for me, it was like, yeah, nobody ever uses this. So, like, Wow. Uh, yeah that alone makes me want to jump in and play some more yeah it's interesting because you're it's after roller runs away and then like i said he goes missing for a while which is part of the, which is how you also could end up in that treehouse situation is when roller goes missing but it's also during this sequence when you're going home that you run into mr nuncreed and i chose something and that mr nuncreed is like i wish you wouldn't have said that luca and then he just kind of like grabs you and it becomes like all more menacing and then yeah he, he throws you in the phone booth and it teleports you somewhere or it like elevators you huh. down into like hell or something. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, wherever they're doing that weird experiments, that's where it takes you. And it's like, like your story ends there. Oh, that's really cool. The problem is I Did can't remember if that was the before. basement in your house. No, I haven't found the basement. No. Oh, well, oh now man, I got something to go that's find. That's crazy. Cause like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah. you. I think you're a chapter ahead of me. And we've both found two radically different things. The hat's really cool. Yeah, and I have two different situations in which I meet Beck as well. And I have multiple endings there, too. Like, the first time I, I met think Beck I've got was... two with Beck. Yeah, the first time I met Beck was when I was searching for Rolo. And uh, Beck was like, oh, I'll come with you. And we end up in the woods, and then this one bully kid, like, shows up. And I had two different things going on there. Like one of them, I think, ended the story or shortly after ended the story. And then I went back and repeated it. And then the other one, I like kicked the puddle at him or something. 
it's a puddle of like that green goo stuff, and then his face like starts to mutate. Yeah, I did that too. That was wild. Yeah, I didn't do that one first. The first time I was, I chose for Beck to uh, tickle the other character, which was like a hippo character, and then the two of them just run off. And then somehow doing that triggered a scene that ended up making me have my gameplay end, but I don't remember what the scene was because it was on Friday and I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, that's the cool aspect of the game is that there's like multiple branches and multiple endings and you just go back because it's all in the beginning. It's normally like, this is not how it's supposed to end. And then you go back and pick a different charm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that this one, like I think I said at the beginning is a good uh, start to like us actually getting into gameplay for this month because it has weird, creepy and spooky things going on, but it's something you could play with kids, you know, the story aspect, the book and like choices and all that. I think it would be a great one because it, it's not super fast pace. It can really involve, you know, as a parent, I'd love, you know, my kids, every time they play a game where they have to read stuff, I'm like, ah, perfect. Let's get those reading skills going. Uh, and the choices, the art style, everything is really good and is really uh, family friendly in a lot of ways. There are some things that are, you know, kind of spooky, like um, you have basically a zombie hand, uh, you know, a body part that you chuck out of the dumpster at one point. Oh, yeah. But when it's you realize done in an art style there. that's not gruesome. Yeah, exactly. That scene. So. Yeah, and it does have, like I said, it does have like menacing overtones, like I said, with Mr. Nuncreed suddenly changing. And that, and then like I had to go back and repeat the branch and now he's all nice again. But I'm like, nah, homie. <laughs> I know you aren't who you say. <laughs> like, I know there's more going on with you. Your I don't secret's trust you. out. Yeah, I, which is kind of cool because that now whenever I see him most, in, most of the time in a town, I just don't talk to him. I just run straight past him unless I'm required to do it, which at some point I am because I got to deliver jam to him. And then he goes, I guess I'm going to have to finish this jam faster so your grandmother will deliver it to me. And I'm like, okay, that was information I didn't need to know. Like, (laughs) back off, guy. (laughs) Keep that between you and my grandma, who honestly I don't think is really my grandma. I think that's the twist there. Because I've got that. That would uh, make sense. That could be a spoiler part that you haven't gotten to yet in chapter six that, uh, my grandma is meeting with the Valentine and she's in a green hazmat suit, just like the guy in the beginning that tries to like kill you. And she like removes oh, the mask. I did and get that scene. Maybe I, maybe and I we're right at the same six. spot then right after that okay. is it okay. starts chapter six as you're like going home. Cause you go, you're, you're taking uh, yeah, that I... scene happens. You're taking Beck to the treehouse to meet Rolo. And then right after that, you decide that you're going to explore your house. And that's right where I stopped before the podcast started. Yeah. I I think that's might be exactly where I am. Um, I tend to not do much. I, I try to stop Eddie, a branch because I'm like, okay, obviously if I'm at a branch, this is a save point because the yeah. game doesn't have a save function and I'm not really sure where it saves. So that's frustrating to me. Uh, but beyond that, uh, I'd say it's so far a great game and definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I would definitely say that as well. It's definitely the perfect start to like a spooky season episode. It's not like absolutely terrifying, like, like, well, hopefully Scorn will be, but definitely Evil Within will be if we play that one which would be perfect to end it out. But yeah, I yeah. guess that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> We've already gone almost an hour. Yeah, I 
Yeah, we've gone an hour and I feel like my audio um, delay is degrading even more. And I don't want to hit a point where we have like a nice 10 second gap between uh, what I'm saying and what you're hearing. Hopefully it's uh, not as prevalent in the recording and it's more on my end, but I don't know, I'm not because... sure what happened somewhere in the middle uh, there when it popped up, my screen uh, said, hey, your microphone is not working. And I'm like, well, I haven't touched anything. What are you talking about? And then that went away. So huh. I'm guessing that, you know, that hiccup there is what caused it. Yeah, I knew something was up because that would like it would be like I would start talking. And like usually one of us stops talking when the other one is talking. But tonight that hasn't been happening. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just talking over Asher or if no. there's a delay. So No, there, there's some you know, technical issue. I mean, it happens to everybody, but yeah, you want to uh, take it away to the outro. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, You know, just remember folks, when you're gaming, your journeys are always infinite.